Cool. Bonus round. All right, James, let's talk about your favorite non-family games. Not necessarily that they're like crazy, gory, violent, like rated sure. R, but just the games that aren't really aren't really family oriented. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my top three is really easy for me, and I'll play them at a drop of a hat. I'll leave work. I'll leave a, a bar mitzvah or a family <laughs> occasion to play these games if you're saying you've got these three games to play. Yeah. Number one – or let's start at number three. Number three is Blood Rage. Okay. I will play Blood Rage. Uh, first of all, I'm an Eric Lang fanboy, so I still get all like – I don't want to go – I just came from CMON Expo last weekend, saw him there. I still don't want to talk to him. He's like a celebrity to me. <laughs> so Blood Rage is fantastic. I love it. I've never had a bad time playing Blood Rage. Number two is Eclipse. I absolutely love a good 4X. See if I can conquer the world. You don't get to play it as much because it's so huge and takes four hours. But man, when I do get to play it, it's it's just so satisfying. And my number one game, all time, hands down, I will cut you if you tell me I'm wrong, Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. Okay. And it's not even really a board game. It's more of a, I don't know if you've ever tried it, but uh, they've been re-releasing it into a new format. It's so good. Like you get seven, eight people around the table and you're digging into the investigation and everybody's talking about what they think is going on. And people are like, I want to go see this lead. I want to go chase down this lead. It, the interaction, like I can throw that down with, I swear you give me six different people from six different parts of the globe who at least somewhat speak the same language. Backgrounds won't matter. Socioeconomic won't matter. They will be, engaged and diving into that investigation that's what i love about it yeah now have you played them all because there's a certain number you can play right have you played them all i have played all the old ones i have all the stuff from the 80s where uh you know there was three expansions three main expansions to the to it and then the base and so i've played all those but luckily it's been so long and i have a terrible memory (laughs) as the new stuff comes out i think they've adjusted them a little bit i probably won't remember any of it so i'll just jump right back into it and do them again yeah now have you seen the mythos tales which is like you know the lovecraft take on that that style game yeah jason and ben uh from eighth summit are some buddies of mine and i last year at dice tower con i got to see an advanced copy and we actually led a group through the first one and I love it too. I, I definitely it, it definitely has a different feel to it since it's not Sherlock Holmes, but same mechanics, much more uh, you know more magical, mythical world there. So pretty yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah, real quick, let's talk about Blood Rage because that's one that comes up in a lot of people's top ten, top five, top one. What is it about Blood Rage that just draws people in and makes them love it so much? I, I mean. And again, I think it starts with the presentation. It's it's gorgeous. You just walk up to the table, you know, and then as as just silly little boys who like our toys, you know, we're instantly like, ah, so how do I get that guy over there who's yeah. the real big one with the club? I want that. Right. And like, well, when it comes in your hand, like, so I'm sitting here the whole game, like, how do I build my strategy so that when I see that tr- mystic troll, I get it? Um, you know, I think that's it starts there. And then from there, when you played it, you at least for the first time for me, I was like, Wow, that was actually very good. I really enjoyed that. I love the drafting. I love the area control. I love that you know I've got cards that no one knows that I've got, and then so you know I get to do that Napoleon move where it's like, well, bam! You didn't see that coming. I think everybody likes that. So you know, and dudes on a map, man. There's just something special about a game that's got some good dudes on a map. Yeah, especially giant dudes on a map. Giant dudes and dudettes on a map. That's right. Now, have you had a chance to play Rising Sun? I got a good look at it this weekend, yeah. and yeah. I, I, the table was slammed the entire weekend, so I didn't actually get to sit down to play it, but I did hover and watch a few rounds, and it looks good. And it's nothing; it's really nothing like Blood Rage, Yeah. So, other than dudes on a map. 
Right. Yeah, a friend of mine, he was at, at CMONCON as well, and he got to play it. He was in the lottery, and he won. I don't He's the luckiest guy I know. Like he has won more lottery style things. Like his house is full of stuff he's won in giveaways and prize contests. And so he got to play it and he said it was just phenomenal. So I, I'm I'm pumped about it. Yeah, you know, as far as like uh it's funny you mentioned that with giveaways and stuff, I run a group on uh, Facebook called the Board Game Spotlight. Yeah. And we do a feature every week, typically, um, and do a giveaway there. So if he ever joins that group, he'll probably win that giveaway too. Um and I don't give away crap. We give away like legit games. Yeah. So, well, I'll let him know, or or maybe I'll just put his name in because maybe it's just his name that wins. Maybe I'll put his name <laughs> in and my address or something like, like he's that. He's not even a member, and he still won. <laughs> That's right. Well, anyway, James, again, thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on the show, and and good luck with all you got going on. Yeah, I appreciate it, Gabe.